Learning Daf Zayin and Aleph. We're picking up at the bottom of Vavim Beitz. So we were learning the Brisa that says that the Yam and the Bikkah and the Istavanis and the Karmelis are not Rishas Yachid or Rishas Rabbim. And the Gemara asked, how could you say that a Bikkah is not a Rishas Hayachid? There's a Mishnah that says that a Bikkah in the summer and in the winter, the Gabi Shabbos is considered a Rishas Yachid. So Ula said that really it's a Karmelis, like our uh, Brisa says. And when the Mishnah there says it's a Rishas Yachid, it's Lav Davka. It really means to say it's not a Rishas Rabbim. Really, it's a Karmelis. That's Ula's Teretz. And now we're picking up at the bottom of Ashi Yamar and other Teretz. Going to Islam Echitzos. That Mishnah that says that a Beka is called a Rishas Yachid, that's when it has Mechitzos. And even though it's a Beka, which means it's a field, it's an area that's not enclosed for Dira, it's not enclosed to live within it. And the rule is that when you have an area that's not enclosed to live within it, it's not considered a Rishas Yachid. So what are we saying over here that it is considered a Rishas Yachid? Like Ula said in the name of Yechanan, Karpov. A Karpov is the word that we usually use for an area that's enclosed, not L'Shem Dira. It's surrounded with walls, but the purpose of the walls is not to live within it. Like this Bika. A Karpov that's that's bigger than a Beis Asayim, that's more than two Beis. A Beis is 50 by 50, so a Beis Asayim is 50 by 100. It wasn't surrounded with Dira. Even if it's the size of a Kura of two Kura, doesn't matter how big it is. When somebody throws something from Rishos Rabbim into there, he's Chayev. Meaning even though we said that since it's Hukaf, since it's not Hukaf Ladira, it's not considered Rishos Yachid, you're not allowed to carry inside there Dalat Amis. It's called the Karmelis. Nonetheless, if somebody throws something from Rishos Rabbim into there, he's Chayev, as though it's Rishos Yachid. My time, what's the reason why he's Chayev? If you can't carry inside there, apparently the Mechitza isn't a good Mechitza. So no. The reason why you're not allowed to throw from Rishas Rabbim into there is because Mechitza, really, the Mechitza there is a Mechitza. Even though it wasn't made L'Shem Dira, it's really a Mechitza. It turns it into a Rishas Yachid. It's just that it's lacking people living there. Since people don't live there, therefore the Rabbanan said that you're not allowed to carry inside there. So we consider it a Karmelist, but at the same time it's really a Rishas Yachid. So when the Braisa, oh, sorry, when the Mishnah said that a Bikkah is a Rishas Yachid, that means it's Rishas Yachid relative to throwing something from Rishas Rabbim into it, it's considered Rishas Yachid. But to carry within it, it's taka considered a Karmelist, like we said in the Braisa. Now, it's interesting that who said that? Ula said that in the name of Echanan. So the Gemara wonders now, We can understand why Ravashi, who said this Teretz, like Ula uh, Amrabechanan, didn't say Ula's Teretz before. And in Vavamebez, we said that Ula gave a different Teretz. He said that when the Mishnah says that a Bika is called Rishas Yachid, it's Lav Davk Rishas Yachid. It really means to say it's not called a Karmel, uh, not called a Rishas Rab. But it's not really Rishas Yachid either, really it's a Karmel. So I understand why Ravashi didn't say that Teretz. Ravashi had his own Teretz. El Ula, but what's difficult is Ula himself, on Vavim and Beis, who gave the Teretz, that when it says Rishas Yachid, it's Lavdavka, it really means a Karmelist, why didn't he say like his own Shmite, like his own teaching? Since he's the one that said that when the Bikkah is surrounded with Mechitzos, it's actually considered Rishas Yachid, and if you throw something into it from Rishas Rabbim, you're going to be Chayev. So why didn't he say Pasha? That the Brisa that says it's a Karmelist is talking when it's not surrounded with walls, and it's 100% Karmelist. 
and the Mishnah is headed to Rishos Yachid is when it's surrounded with walls, and then at least regarding throwing from Rishos Rab Minta, you're going to be high like Rishos Yachid. Why didn't he say that? That's his own teaching. So says the Gemara, Amar Lecha, Ula will tell you that that's not the Pshad, because he's the Islam If the Mishnah is talking about a bika that's surrounded with mechitzos, bika karya, you call it a bika, that's not called a bika. Karbafi, that's called a karbaf. Meaning, the correct term to use when you're talking about an area enclosed, even if it's not l'shem dira, is uh, is karbaf, not bika. The fact that he used the word bika implies that it's open, and therefore he preferred to say that when it says rishus yachid, it's lav davka. Now Rav Ashi, Rav Ashi says no. Rishus yachid, it says in the Mishnah rishus yachid. So if it says rishus yachid, how can you say it's lav davka? So it's got to be that when it says bika, bika is lav davka. It really means the karbaf. It means according to Rav Ashi. Since he says Rishos Yachid, so he feels compelled to say that the word Bikka is Lavdavka, it really means a Karpov. And according to Ula, since he says the word Bikka, so he prefers to say that the word Rishos Yachid is Lavdavka, it really means a Karpov. Okay, now it said there in the list that, uh, that the Yam and the Bikka and the Stavanit, where people sit, and the Karmelis, so those are four different kinds of Karmelis. The Karmelis. So the Gemara says, what do you mean? You listed three things and then a karmelis. Aren't the other three things all kinds of karmelis? So what are you adding in when you say karmelis? So he asked when Ravdimi came, he said in the name of Rabbi Yechanan, It wasn't necessary to say karmelis, only to add on one more case. The case of a karen zavis, meaning something around the corner next to Shazrab, meaning the Shazrab is like imagine a street. Sometimes on the street you have a little area either to the right or to the left around the corner. So like Rashi says, either one of the buildings is set back a little bit. So around the corner of the building before the building that's set back, you can have an extension of Rishas Rabbim to the right or to the left wherever that building is set back. Or the or one of the buildings could be sort of on an angle. So you'll have there a Karen Zavitz. So the point is, that that area, it's really part of the street, but since it's off to the side, it's around the corner, so the rabbin doesn't really go there. They sort of stay on the main road. They don't necessarily go to the side. Eventually, the eventually the next building is going to be back on the same line of the street with all the other houses. So it's only a little area where the Rishas Rabbim extends to the right or to the left. So for that space, people aren't going to use that. So it's actually Rishos Rabbim, but it's not, not so commonly used. So therefore, even though sometimes the Rabbim will push their way, I guess, when there's a lot of people, a big crowd, so they're going to go in there. Nonetheless, since it's not so comfortable to use, it's not so practical, you have to go to the side in order to use it. It's considered, therefore, a karmless. And it sounds like the definition of Rishos Rabbim is Nichotash Mishasi. It's an area that it's comfortable and easy to use. So the Karen's always, you have to go around the corner, you have to go off to the side to get there. It's not Nichotash Mishasi. That's not considered Rishos Rabbim. That's considered a Karmas. Now, Kiyasu Ravdimi, Amr Yechonan, when Ravdimi came, he said over in the name of Yechonan, Beinu Amudim, Nidin Kakarmas. The area between the poles, Amudim means poles, or it's like stands, or uh, racks. In other words, in front of the stores, they had these amudim set up to to show off their wares, what they were selling, and they were spread out 
in the middle of the road, you had the, the place where the people would pass through the, the street itself, where people would go, where the wagons would go, and the people would go. That was the Rishisar Ab Mamish. And then all the way to the sides, you had stores. And in between them, you had these Amudim, you had these racks and the stands selling all of their wares. So people actually would walk there, but you didn't walk fast. There were these uh, Amudim, you know, interspersed in that space. So Bein Amudim, so in the space between and among these Amudim, Nidon Kakamas, it's considered like a Kamas. My time, what's the reason why? Afogav the Darcy would happen because even though the Rabbim walk there, but given to Lomistagi, since they don't walk straight, they don't walk uninterrupted, they have to go around, you know, to the right, to the left. Kakamas Dam is considered a Kamas. So in other words, according to this, and the area where you can't walk straight, uninterrupted, that's not a Rishas Rabbim. Rishas walk straight, if you have to walk interrupted, not Lehadja, not straight. That's not a Rishas Rabbim, that's a Kamas. Amr Rabbi Zeir, Amr Rabbi Yehuda, He says, the Itztaba, that's a sitting area, that's in front of these Amudim. That means you had the stores, and you had also a sitting area, and an Amudim. So, there was one area where the stands were, where people could walk around, and then there was a sitting area. Now, where the sitting area was, that was even... More uh, of an obstruction, and there people didn't really walk all together. And he says there it's needed and kikamulus. There it's considered like a kikamulus. Now the Gemara says the one who said that the area between the stands where people do stand is considered a kikamulus. So certainly he would say the area among these uh, seats where the people who had the stores would sit is certainly only a kikamulus. But but the one who says that where the Itzibah, where the seats are, that's considered a Carmelist. So apparently he holds Itzibah, it's only the area near the Itzibah, the seats, that's not a Rishas Rabbim, that's considered a Carmelist because it's not comfortable, not easy to use. Apparently the uh, the seats are such an obstruction, it's really impractical, and uh, and therefore it's not considered a Rishas Rabbim, it's considered a Carmelist. But among the Amudim, between the Amudim, the stands, the racks, where it's easy to use, the people walk there freely. It might be, you know, walk straight uh, so fast, you have to go around them a little bit. But it's pretty easy to walk through them and around them light. So that wouldn't be enough to make it considered a Karmelist. That would still be considered a Rishas Rabbim. Then there's another Lashan, another version, where we say, But between the Amudim, where sometimes the people walk, Meaning the rabbim never walks among these uh, stairs, these, these seats, these seats tabos. But they do sometimes walk among these amudim if there's uh, a lot of people. So there's not a room for everybody in the main center of the road. So some people might walk between the amudim just to get from point A to point B. Meaning the main amudim, the area among the stands would actually be like the rishus rabbim sometimes. So therefore, rishus rabbim that means considered like rishus rabbim, but where the seats are. There the rabbim never go to walk, and therefore that doesn't ever get the din of Rishas Rabbim, it only has the din of a Karmelis. So I mean, according to the first version, it'll be considered a uh, Rishas Rabbim because it's Nichatash Mishase. It's easy to use. According to the second Lashon, it'll get a din of Rishas Rabbim because sometimes the rabbim overflows and walks there. If there's a, a brick that's upright in Rishas Rabbim, and usually a brick is three by three tfachim with varying uh, thicknesses. So this brick is three by three tfachim, and it's uh, it's standing up upright in the rishis rabim. It means it's three tfachim tall. V'zarak, and somebody throws something v'tach and it's stuck onto the face of it. 
So that means it's obviously within three tzvachim of the ground. So he's chayef. Let's say it went from the beginning of four amos to the end of four amos, and now it's stuck onto this. So it's considered munach on the ground, and he's chayef. Al-gaba, but if it landed on top of the brick, so then he's pater. Why is he pater? So like we said, it's three tzvachim tal. So when it's three tzvachim tal, on top of it, there's a makom p'tur, within three tzvachim, when it lands on the side, so it's considered to be within three tzvachim on the ground, it's like it's on the ground. So if it's munach on the ground, so you're chayv, you did uh, an akira, and then you're a maver arva amos, and you did anacha, when it stuck to the side of this brick, but when it's in the top of the brick, so then it's above three tzvachim, that's not considered munach on the rishas rabim, it's munach on the brick. And the brick apparently is not considered a rishas rabim. Now, Abai, Rabbi, Dami, Jerasa, Abai, and Rabbi, they both say, you know when it's not considered Rishas Rabbi, Usha, Gavaya, Shlaisha. That's when it's more than three Tachim Tal, like we said, that's what Rik is. Because then the Rabbi doesn't step on it. If you have a brick in the middle of the street, so no one's going to step on it. So the area on top of the brick is not considered Rishas Rabbi. But let's say you'd have um, thorn bushes, something uh, sharp. Even if it's not three tzvachim tal, no one's going to step on it because if they step on it with their bare feet, they're going to hurt their feet. That means a brick. So when it's more than three tzvachim tal, the rabbin doesn't step on it. It's too uh, much of an, 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 uh, an obstruction. So therefore, it's not considered a rabbin. But if the brick would be only two tzvachim tal, so then people would just step on top of it. And therefore, it's considered a rabbin. And if something lands on top of it, it's also considered munach and rishas rabim. You're going to be chayev. But if it's not a brick, if it's his mivik, it's something sharp. So then nobody would step on top of it either, even though it's only two tzvachim, because they're going to hurt their foot. That's what Abayin Rava says. Chibar says no. I feel his even these thorn bushes, because Rashi explains you could step on them with your shoes. Maybe you wouldn't step on it barefoot, but with your shoes you could step on it. Avotzolo, but so extra no one's going to step in that. And therefore, that's not considered Rishos Harabim, even if it's less than two Tzvachim. Rav Ashen, Rashi says, I feel so even so, it's considered Rishos Harabim. Now, Amar Rabba, Dvei Rav Shila, says Rabba from the base manager of Rav Shila, Ki as Rav Dimi, Amar Rav Yechelan, and when Rav Dimi came, he said over the name of Yechelan, In Karmelis Bechusa Mi'arba. You can't have a Karmelis less than four, meaning if you have an area less than four by four Tzvachim, it's not considered a Karmelis, it's going to be considered a Makam Betur. And Rav Sheshes said something else. And a Carmelis is typhus, meaning it grabs, it includes Adasar until 10. What does that mean? What does it mean? If you're going to say it means the if you have 10 Tvachim around, that's when it's considered a Carmelis. And if you don't have an area of 10 Tvachim around it, it's not considered a Carmelis. Is that true? Meaning, like we said before, that uh, when you have a huge area, enclosed with the mechitza of ten tzvachim, so then we'll consider it a karmelis. But if there's no mechitza around it, it's not a karmelis. Is that true? If you have a home, there's no ten tzvachim inside, meaning the roof is very low. There's only nine tzvachim from the floor to the roof. But the roof, the covering, the roof, it's a thick roof, it's a tefach roof. So it's mashlim, that completes the asar of the ten tzvachim. You have nine tzvachim of space, and then you have one tefach of roof. So the halach is al-gago on the roof of the house. So then we say on the outside, good asik mechitza, so we say that the mechitzas go up. And the top of the house is considered rishas yachid. So you're allowed to carry on the whole roof. 
betocho, but inside the house, ain't metal you're not allowed to carry in there. El arbaamos only arbaamos meaning less than arbaamos. Why? Because it's considered a carmelis. That means inside, even though the walls are only nine fachim until the roof, not ten fachim, only nine fachim, we can still give it a din of a carmelis. So you can't say that it means to say that you need ten fachim to be considered a carmelis. You see here that even if you don't have ten fachim walls, it could still be considered a carmelis. So Elam Ayvet Epesis Adas So rather, what does it mean that it's Tevis Adasara? It means the Adasara who have your carmelis. Above the Carmelis, only until ten Tvachim above it is considered still a Carmelis. The Malamias are talking, but above ten Tvachim, above the Carmelis, it's no longer a Carmelis. Meaning, we're going to say that the Yam or the Estevanis or the Bikka is considered a Carmelis. It's a Carmelis for the ten Tvachim above it. Eleven Tvachim above it is no longer a Carmelis. Like that with Shemul Satir Yehuda, Shinana. He called him the sharp one. You shouldn't be involved. In the words of Shabbos, meaning when they're discussing Hilchah Shabbos, above ten Tvachim. What did he mean? L'may Hilchah, regarding what Allah? What does he mean? If he means to say, don't be involved when they're talking about Rishis HaYachad L'malam Yassar, meaning he's telling him that it's a mistake to ever talk about Rishis HaYachad L'malam Yassar. Is that true? It's not true. From Rav Chizda, Rav Chizda says, no, that's kind of Rishis HaYachad. If you stick a, a reed, a stick in the Rishis HaYachad in the ground, and then Vizarak somebody throws something, Vinach Gabav, and it lands on top of that stick. Even if it's a hundred amas tall, he's chayef. If Nezer Shus Yachid has another kid, Shus Yachid goes up to the sky. Now apparently he holds, you don't need a makam or a ba or a ba in Shus Yachid, but that's a different point. But Al Kopanim, you see that Shus Yachid goes up to the sky. So he's not talking about that. So we're going to see in the end that uh, he's talking about a uh, a Carmelis, but we'll leave that for next time.